Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Ivaz, and make sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with all of your friends. We are continuing our discussion about supernatural finances. For the believer in Jesus, all true wealth comes from God. He is your source and resource. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, your provider. And this means your personal finances are much more supernatural than you've realized. I'm going to take several podcasts to give you the keys to supernatural finances. It'll amaze you. It will help you. But before we get started, I want you to know about my book called Glory Carriers. This book will teach you how to have a relationship with the Spirit of God, a relationship that will change your life. I'm tired of... Holy Spirit ministry just being for the special people. It's for everybody. Everyone who pursues a relationship with the Spirit of God, they can walk in the glory of God continuously, tangibly, powerfully. This is for you. This is for me. It's it's for everyone. So that's why I believe this book is going to revolutionize your life. It's for the average person, the ordinary person, wherever you are, Whatever place that the Lord has you, you'll see people come to God. You will see people turn to Christ. You're going to see healings and deliverances in your family, in your workplace, everywhere that you go. And it all boils down to one thing, that you have pursued a relationship with the Spirit of God. You can get my book, Glory Carriers, in both the USA and in Australia. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and click the shop tab. Now back to our topic, supernatural finances. We've been promised overcoming victory when it comes to our finances, and God is preparing us to receive supernatural wealth for kingdom purposes. But first, you and I need to deal with our emotions, our core feelings, and core beliefs when it comes to wealth. We need to deal with it because when you hear the word money, you want to ask yourself, is there an emotion that pops up on the inside of you? Does the word money bring up a feeling of anger or fear or guilt or happiness, joy or peace? Maybe it's sadness. Maybe it's shame. What emotion comes to your mind when you hear the word money and when you're able to identify your primary emotion, the first one that pops into your head when we say money, when we say wealth, then you can isolate it. You can look at it more closely. There's a reason why that emotion is there. And if it's negative, you want to deal with it so it doesn't get in the way. For me, it had been a combination. It was anger, fear, even disgust. As I explore this personally, I asked myself, why are these emotions here? Because these feelings were very real whenever I thought about wealth. And as long as I carried these negative emotions, when it came to wealth, then I can guarantee that I would subconsciously repel wealth from me. I had these emotions for a lot of reasons. I had been controlled and manipulated by wealth during my growing up years, even harmed and exploited for money. As an adult, there were people who wanted to control our church and the move of the Holy Spirit, and they thought they could do that with their wealth. 
That's where my negative emotions stemmed from. I didn't realize it for the longest time, but there was a belief deep down in my heart that if I ever had true wealth, then I might become one of those kinds of people. I didn't want to be that kind of person, and so I had rejected aspects of wealth on a subconscious heart level. Have you ever really considered that negative emotions about wealth buried deep inside will repel it? Somehow, some way, you'll be sure to sabotage the blessing of God coming to your life until this is dealt with. One woman, she shared how she grew up in a wealthy family, only it caused her much anxiety because she was bullied and rejected by her peers just for being better off. She really just wanted to blend in and not stand out because of her family's wealth. She had to work through this as an adult and get healed of the stigma and abuse that occurred because of her family's money and status. Recognize that an unhealed heart when it comes to wealth can drive us into the poorhouse. We will deny wealth a place in our lives because we have these active trauma triggers internally. I mentioned this in my book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. The New Living Translation says it a little bit differently. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. In short, whatever you believe deep down in your heart will come to the surface eventually, for better or for worse. And whatever you believe in your heart, that is the way your life is going to go. Examine your emotions and your beliefs when it comes to money. This is something you'll need to do. You want to know what you feel about money. You want to know why that emotion is there. If it's negative, it's a trigger point. It's an automatic lid. Something has happened that has caused you to feel positively or negatively about money. And this emotion is a strong indicator about your ability to receive wealth. It's an indicator of how you're going to handle wealth. You don't want to unconsciously repel money from you. You don't want to block the blessings of God from coming to you. This is why we want to get these negative emotions resolved. How then do we resolve it? Well, first and foremost, we must make a decision to forgive every person or organization who has harmed us with money. That's what I had to do. I intentionally forgave those who had misused money and mishandled money to my harm. I forgave those who had controlled me with money or used money against me for sinister purposes. I also forgave those who used their wealth to try and control our church and control the move of the Holy Spirit. I released all of these people to God, and I asked him to heal my heart where I had been damaged in this area. I've forgiven them, and I am working through the process of getting these lids off of my life so I don't live a life that repels wealth. I've also heard from several people who grew up in deep poverty. They've shared how the shame of being poor had impacted their ability to receive and host wealth. For example, one ministry family purchased a vehicle, and not a real fancy one, but they wouldn't drive this vehicle to church because they didn't want people to see that they owned a normal car. Imagine that. When you are unable to display that you own normal and necessary transportation, that is shame operating in your life. Shame is speaking. Shame is controlling you. And that kind of shame, it comes from somewhere. It usually comes from growing up poor and always feeling bad if you buy something for yourself or even if you buy something for your family. And this is, again, denying wealth from having a proper and healthy place in your life. Another person shared that they grew up in extreme 
extreme poverty. They didn't have necessary food or proper access to hygiene. And feelings of shame set in, which led to deep struggles as an adult with comparison. Constant comparison with others and trying to measure up led to a lot of decisions in their spending. This person was capable of holding high-paying jobs, but not as capable of holding on to wealth because they didn't spend wisely. Instead, they spent money just trying to feel like they measured up to everyone around them. There are different spectrums to shame, but one thing about shame is that it is a very painful emotion. By definition, shame is more than just feeling bad about something that happened, and in this context, shame that came from poverty. Shame is feeling bad about your whole self. It goes deep, and it's not something you can just overcome logically. There is an empowerment from the Holy Spirit to walk out of shame. Jesus took all of our shame upon himself at the cross, and he broke every kind of shame into pieces, including the shame of poverty. And then he clothed us with his radiant glory once again. We have judged ourselves as shameful because of our past, yet he has crowned us, made us kings and priests, and shamelessly called us flawless. Walking out of shame that came from poverty requires intentionality. The outstanding promises contained in God's word can remedy every shameful situation we can think of. Shame is a fiercely emotional battle. It's also a spiritual one, and one you'll need to exercise faith in God's promises and renew your mind to believe God's powerful truths about you. Let me give you an example. In Psalm chapter 35, verse 27, we read, Let them shout for joy and be glad, who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Did you know that God is not ashamed of your prosperity? If you feel shame when buying something for yourself or your family, this verse reveals how God feels about it. He's pleased when you prosper. You don't have to feel bad when you buy things. He also promises us in Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 7 that he will remove our shame and give us double honor instead. You don't have to hang your head in shame any longer. You've been given double honor. Before we can tap into supernatural finances, we have to deal with the negative emotions and shame when it comes to wealth. I believe he's setting you free, and I want to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for every person listening to this podcast who needs freedom from negative emotions and freedom from shame when it comes to wealth. I invite you, Holy Spirit, to come. Come right now and heal these persons where they are brokenhearted. Heal their memories. Heal the hard emotions from the past. Holy Spirit, bring true deliverance. Bring your freedom. Set your people free to receive the blessing of God and true wealth without hindrance. Amen. I want to thank all of my global partners who are financially supporting this ministry as we get this message, as we advance God's kingdom across the earth, through media. We have a message about the supernatural and reconciling people to the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that they can preach the gospel with confidence, preach the gospel the way Jesus intended, and it's working. We've had so many testimonies of people finally reconciling that they are supernatural because of the Holy Spirit and actually stepping into ministry for the first time ever. If you want to become a financial partner and support this ministry, Well, I want to invite you to give. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the Give tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.